everyone, and welcome to AmeriCrown Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we're here to talk about Drooping the Color, I guess, and the other things that have happened in this post-wedding world. Indeed. Is, is there a world after the wedding? I don't know. I'm still just dreaming of it every day, right? I, I have not cleaned up the basement in the sense like I've cleaned up like the food right from our party but i still have the bunting and like all the other things out (laughs) again i feel like you should just leave it up and see how long it takes before your husband is like um can you do this like can you do something invaded my territory Mm -hmm. so so it's still here maybe forever so that sounds great i think it does yeah so we are just gonna kind of talk about yeah what's been going on just a little bit with our favorite royals and then yes we'll discuss just a a quick overview of the trooping the color uh we did an episode last year on trooping the color which is a little bit more in depth i don't think we'll go as in depth about the the history and all that so if you do want to hear it from our perspective check out that episode because hilariously and awesomely enough we've been podcasting for over a year so oh my god it's crazy (laughs) it is time flies it really does Yes. Um, and that was one of our earlier episodes. So if you're a more recent listener, um, tune in and, and listen to it. But please note that sound quality may be a little bit worse. Right. I We're, hope we've improved. I think we have. As, yeah, as, we also as, as hosts. Talk, yeah, we also were very long. And I know we still go long sometimes, but we're trying we have to... Good re- we have good reason. We're trying to get like more, I don't know, efficient and like get to the point. Indeed. In our episodes. So without but, la- without d- sacrificing quality, of course. Right. Again, and the weird tangents that I force us down. But other than that, <laughs> um, but we can we let's let's do it. Let's dive right in. Today. OK, great. Um, we can start with the biggest. Um, I guess this is like the biggest news of the future, weirdly. Um, and it's in uh, about the newlyweds. So we kind of have mentioned about like on a few episodes where Harry and Meghan were expected to go to the Invictus Games, which will be hosted in Australia this year. And so we kind of knew that was on the docket for them. But we now have official dates and a a more broad agenda for what the rest of the tour might look like. So it has been announced that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex will undertake an official visit to Australia, Fiji, the Kingdom of Tonga, and New Zealand. And this will happen October 20th through 27th, which... Well, that's actually when Invictus is. Oh, you're right. But so they'll for sure obviously be there for that. So they'll be in Australia, in Sydney, uh, the, uh, the 20th through 27th. And then I don't know if they'll do the other stops before and after and bookend it or if they'll start in Australia or if they're, they'll end in Australia. But we know they'll be there in October. Yeah, I wonder because that's a lot. I feel like they might do it after Invictus. My only The only reason I say this, unless they're going to start their tour in the middle of the week, is that the weekend before is Princess Eugenie's wedding. Oh, yeah. So I assume, unless they're going to miss that, uh, which is obviously sometimes that's, that's totally possible, they, I assume they would probably go after but i don't know that's just my that's just what i think is if, especially because i feel like most of the tours always start like on a sunday or a monday right when they're I, that like longer of an event yeah i think probably my hunch is that they'll start in australia um for the opening ceremony and really kick it off there and have the 
focus people there. But then they will. Um, I mean, I don't know if they'll. Usually, Harry stays for pretty much the duration of the Invictus Games, mm-hmm. and then um, heads back home or or what have you. But this time, I guess since there's not that big of a distance between some of these things, there's a chance he could make some. Uh, tour stops while the games are going on but my bet is that they'll arrive in Australia be there for the opening ceremonies on the 20th um, stay there through the 27th and then do a quick additional week of um, tour stops elsewhere before right because I I can't imagine that they'd spend more than one day in like Fiji and Tonga I feel like they might be able to do extra in New Zealand but just considering how small those countries are Mm mm-hmm I think it'll be different. Is is Tonga? Do you know if that was the place that where the man was really oily? Yep, I was just going to bring it up. That's how I know about Tonga. I'm pretty <laughs> that's sure that's how right I don't too. So that's the <laughs> athlete. I don't know. I can't remember his name. I just know he was in the he was the summer Olympian, and then he became a winter Olympian. So he also showed up at the most recent opening ceremony, all shirtless and shiny. Indeed, he is very shiny. Um, his name is Pita Pita Tau Fa. Fa- Tofa, sorry, I, I, well, I we weren't planning to, to talk about him. We apologize. <laughs> Peter so for... on a whim, his name is Peta, though. Great. Kind of like the Hunger Games, except except spelled correctly, like a pita bread. Okay, good. I was gonna say, I, uh, I hope they'll meet him. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, because you know they do a lot with sports and and stuff. Who knows though? Right. Um, it should be a fun trip, and it'll certainly keep us entertained towards the end of October there. Mm-hmm. Whoop, um, in other news, that's kind of also speculative and, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I know. I need to go back. But the 2020 oh. Invis- Invictus Games, I skipped over this. So it's been announced that in 2020, the Invictus Games will be held in The Hague, Netherlands. So much closer to home base of uh, England for Harry. So, um, again, it'll be, we can assume we'll see him there, but we don't know exactly when. And also, I think it's going back now to the initial plan, I believe, was to have them every other year, the Invictus Games, rather than every year. And it kind of had a little bit of an anomaly because um, I think scheduling and just the logistics of getting this event up and off the ground, it kind of made it so they couldn't, they had to maybe like, move it up a year or postpone it a year one of these years or something so but i think 2020 is the next time the next invictus game after australia so um but what i was saying before is absolute speculation is the honeymoon do you know what they did you know there has just been some reports that they did they did indeed go to africa they think like eastern africa Mm -hmm. Uh, but they haven't really said where because uh, I think it's still under wraps. Uh, I only, I, what I loved was like a few weeks ago when they were like, they are going to Canada. Mm-hmm. And like TMZ had like confirmed that they were like going to like Alberta. Right. Scenic Alberta. It, indeed. Which, I mean, Alberta sounds really great and nice. It just seems kind of like a weird, it just seemed kind of weird. It seems far to go um, for like a honeymoon type thing event like i get it if you are looking for like some place that is more like of a different climate than your normal like where you live normally Mm -hmm. but 
yeah i mean and it's beautiful there i'm sure but again it seemed like a old far way to travel it seems like a really yeah it's a far away place to travel for like what you're getting like i feel like if you kind of wanted that mountain kind of outdoorsy like i don't know scene i feel like you could go to like the alps or something exactly in switzerland or something uh but who knows uh so yeah so it believes they believe they honeymooned in eastern africa that they went on safaris and all this stuff that e has described as outdoor adventures that's the article i'm uh quoting and uh they also spoke with uh, Kensington Palace also spoke with Elle and they pretty much said that um, because they shared so much about their wedding, they're not going to share anything about what they did and where they went for their honeymoon. Yeah, so. I don't think they need to. No. It's kind of weird. No, and I, I'm, I'm sure that in some way we'll find out maybe what like something that they did just because someone might ask them on a walk about like, oh, did you enjoy your honeymoon? And they'll be like, Yeah. And they might say something like, oh, yeah, yeah, we went to the beach a bunch or we went, you know, we saw lots of beautiful mountains or give something that's like a hint. Right. Just something really vague. So who knows? I hope they had a good time. I'm sure they did because they have oodles of money. So (laughs) right. And we will talk about this later, but we saw them at Trooping the Color and they both looked very refreshed and and great. Like they had a fantastic time wherever they went. Exactly, which is why the the next article that I want to discuss that just came on. So we're recording on June thirteenth, mm-hmm. and this article came up on the Telegraph, and uh, they spoke with Stella McCartney, who designed Meghan's reception dress, wedding dress, and uh, she she talked about how this was an important moment for Meghan, like creating this dress, not moment, but you know series in her life because it was just kind of her last moment of true joy this dress represents that before she joins what uh Stella McCartney called austere royal life yikes <laughs> yeah and so I was just like uh what <laughs> so I thought I was just like that seems so depressing because I don't I don't know I just see Megan as someone who wouldn't have signed up for this job if she didn't get what she wanted out of it yeah, so she's the, old enough. <laughs> right. the The full quote is, um, "It was the quote last moment that she, Miss Markle, could reflect sort of the other side to her, the joy, and the human within her." Which, like, what? Jeez, I hope she gets a chance to like show joy and show her humanity. Indeed. <laughs> um, I I'm hoping that this is just more like her not articulating what she means, mm-hmm. like. You, as much as she wanted to like i mean again it's that's that's really grim right and so i i i just was i kind of laughed when i read it and i was like that's just really depressing too mm-hmm. so uh hopefully not <laughs> yeah hopefully megan still gets to be human and Indeed. um i mean yeah. they let her put on her official biography page on the the page that she's a proud woman and feminist i know i mean if that's not a concession that they're changing her how they're going to let her do her role as a royal, I don't know what is. There's there's so many signs that she's being allowed to do a lot of different things that probably women who have married into the family previously who are not who not part of, you know, like, for example, Kate's position, which is very different as a future queen mm-hmm. uh, to have. So I, I feel like I was like, okay, I hope this isn't what you met, Stella. But I also understand, yeah, it's kind of, it's a party dress, though. I, I feel like it would be very, very fun. 
Yeah, but it's gorgeous. I don't know. Speaking of Kate, though, like I can think of some other some of the dresses she's worn that I would call like party dress and and more fun. Like she obviously wears her very like structured suits and like skirt suits all the time. But I keep thinking of that when they were on their trip in. Was it in Germany that she was wearing that Alexander McQueen, the red dress with the off the shoulder ruffles? Yes. Like that was like the flamenco emoji lady dress. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was really joyful and fun. And I think that that looks like something again. It was I don't know. And we've always talked about the difference between what Kate's role is and what Megan's role will likely be. And I think like if Kate can wear that, I don't think Megan is forced to wear pantyhose her whole life you know no. all of a sudden um so hopefully she just meant like it's the last hurrah as you know full american megan and now yeah. she's you know taking on this other position she puts on her her alter ego the duchess of sussex mm-hmm. which hopefully is pretty much Meghan markle <laughs> right exactly so yeah, so I thought that was an interesting story. Uh, we would like to thank our listener, Alex, who uh, sent us a message after our previous episode talking about how we need a sponsor yeah. in order to, um, some sort of benefactor, to help fund a trip when they eventually put Megan's dress on display. And Alex is an American, just like us, who has achieved the Ameri-Crown dream. She has married a Brit. My God. Uh, yes. You yes. Lucky, and is living in Oxford. Person. And she has opened up her home to us. When the dress goes on display. So if we need somewhere to stay, Alex is totally on board. She cannot um, help us anymore, which is just fine because that is so generous. I know. I was going to say, like, obviously that was us, like, kind of joking about it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't really expect listeners. It's more like, you know, if you have some spare money, maybe direct it at some people who could use your help in a different way and not too loony Americans who just want to go look at a pretty right. dress. But I right. mean, if you have enough money, you can definitely. Right. If you're willing to give some money to people who really need it and us. Yeah. Great. If you're Oprah, <laughs> give oh, us money. Oprah. Again, yes. that's like, I'll, I'll say like, if you're an Oprah level, I'm sure Oprah's listening. To you I'm sure, sure she is. I mean, she's best friends with Megan's mom. Uh-huh. They have, qu- they shared kumquats. They did. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, Alex, if we are ever, over across the pond we will of course love to to meet you yeah say hi and and gossip about about the family Mm -hmm. (laughs) the firm for sure um then let's see there are some other there's some other articles there's been some good megan news lately in the last couple days so i i've been very Mm -hmm. happy and i didn't actually i don't follow the kardashians uh that much i kind of do so I so, didn't quite get this until I read the article, but the, the article said, is Prince Harry pulling a Kanye? And I was intrigued because I know Kanye, I follow Kanye's tweets, I suppose, because he always has weird things to say. So I wondered what this was. And I was very excited to learn so, why he might be pulling a Kanye. <laughs> I mean, I hope he's not pulling a Kanye, ultimately, for several reasons, because, I mean, Kanye, there is a lot there but just focusing solely on what he did to kim kardashian's wardrobe so obviously like kanye fancies himself a fashion designer um he is successful i think at selling shoes for sure um i don't know about the rest of his clothing but let's just assume for the sake of argument 
that he is. And he, when he got together with Kim Kardashian, she was wearing the kind of clothes that you would think Kim Kardashian would be wearing. So like a lot of like bodycon dresses and, um, you know, like cool, like really fancy stilettos, amazing bags, you know, leather jackets, like really, I, I mean, it was not my personal taste or what I would choose to wear, but she looked great and she looked like Kim Kardashian. And then Kanye kind of like threw away all the stuff in her closet and was like, she has to like get his approval before she can wear something. So like, I don't remember where I heard this exactly, but apparently he recently told her that she was not allowed to wear big sunglasses anymore. She could only wear like the tiny sunglasses, like the, the matrix sunglasses. Oh yeah. And like, so he like has all of a sudden he'll just be like, no, you can't wear this anymore. And so if you've seen Kim Kardashian in the last few years and you've been like, what the hell is she wearing? Um, you can thank Kanye for that. The Fug girls Indeed. do a good job of explaining this, especially okay. during Fug Madness, because like, which is where they do like March Madness, but they have poorly dressed celebrities faced off against each other <laughs> <laughs> or crazy dressed celebrities, I should say, is maybe more apt. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's what they mean by pulling a Kanye here. Um, I don't know how true it is. But this is a page six article. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's the other way around. I feel like Megan is more affecting Harry and what he's wearing than what she is wearing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so this is what the quote is. It says, the joke is that Harry is Megan's surprise stylist, a source told the Daily Mail. He gives his views on what he thinks looks best rather than helping her follow royal protocol on hemlines or anything like that. Um... And so he said the insider also revealed that Harry came to the design meetings with Stella McCartney and gave his opinions on the looks. <laughs> and I mean, he, I'm going to say, like, unless what he was doing was saying, you look beautiful. You look so beautiful. I'm so lucky. Like saying exactly what he said at the wedding. Like, right. Then shh, stay out of it, Harry. Like, you know, I doubt that that's actually... I mean, I, I can I can imagine him being like actually a, a surprisingly fun shopping companion, but I doubt he's really like, no, you can't wear that. Yeah, you can wear this. I don't think that he's right. You know, he might be like, um, oh, just so you know, like you might not have thought of this before, but sometimes when you're getting off an airplane, the wind blows your skirt up, so you might not want to wear something that's that fabric. Kate, right. <laughs> Kate, Kate told me to tell you. Dot, 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 you know. Put some weights in your, your skirt. Right. Make sure you can wear a really good bra with it. That's what, you know, or whatever. But, like, other than that, I don't imagine Harry having, like, any real input except to say, wow, you look beautiful, sweetie. Because that's what the correct answer is. Exactly. She has a staff. She has a best friend who knows how to style. And she's already quite stylish herself. So. Again, yeah. This is not, like, in you know, the book I reference all the time, The Royal We, where she is, like, a person who lives in, like, T-shirts and old jeans and stuff all the time. Like, this is a person who had money and, like, could buy nice, like, expensive brands and, like, had to appear in public looking a particular way before, you know, she got married. So Mm -hmm. I don't think Harry needs to be her Kanye here. In fact, I recommend he stay away from that. And then the next, the next one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this one, 
I, I, I kept seeing this one show up and I was just, I ignored it at first the first time I saw this, this headline, which is, is Meghan Markle a robot? Question mark. Cause I was just like, okay, uh, whatever. But then I kept seeing this story sh- appear again and again. And I just had to read it. Cause then I was like, is Megan a robot? So apparently yeah. <laughs> there was a Britain got Britain's got talent episode and they went into the crowd and there was these two, what we is supposed to be Megan and Harry, but they look freaking creepy. Oh yeah. Cause they're just kind of moving their heads back and forth. And uh, I'll post a link to this so you can watch it on our Instagram, but they're just kind of looking back and forth, but they're not blinking. They're not smiling. And so people kept well, just no, like, no, Harry, Twitter. the Harry one is smiling, but smiling creepy and like, right. But it doesn't change. No, no, it just stays. And she's just kind of like looking out and people screenshotted it and had the oh, video. It's so and creepy. Like, I'm yeah, I know. It right it's now terrible. It's terrible. Oh, it's horrifying. Yes. So it's freaking creepy. And anyways, it's so obviously Megan It's not really Megan and Harry. It's the so Madame Tussauds has, which is a wax museum that originated in london uh i think it's near baker street that's where i always used to see it um but they have places all over the world they have now megan and harry on display and in addition to just having wax figures of celebrities that you can pose with for example you can pose with like the entire royal family and uh you can also there's now live wax figures nope nope yep so there's also a uh trailer for of these these characters who appeared on Britain's Got Talent now just kind of creepily standing around at the museum where people think they're watching just looking at pictures or not wax museum uh figures of Megan and Harry and then they start moving and it's nope. terrifying and nope oh, yep nope it's I mean gross. I've never seen Westworld but I've heard about it yes and no I I politely decline yeah these are yeah this is total Westworld it's happening. Megan and Harry are, you know, the first, the first iteration. <laughs> I'll say, though, that this is like if Westworld, where the people actually, or the people, the robots look like people, um, meets like Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Yeah. Because it's creepy. It's like, oh, I don't like it. No. It's I don't like it. Pretty terrible. I'm sorry. If you can't move your face, I don't want to see it. And, like, their bodies are weirdly proportioned because they had to make the wax figures big enough to go over the pers- the real people's heads. Yeah. So it looks, it just looks awful. And I'm not okay with it. I'm not And so, I, once again, I will never go into a wax museum. Yeah, I think I, I saw that movie. Was that a movie with Paris Hilton? What movie with Paris Hilton? <laughs> wax museum or something? <laughs> what? Is it a horror movie? I think so. Paris I'm going to IMDb this right now. Wax. Yes, House of Wax is a 2005 slasher thriller. Oh, God. I've never even heard but of it. But I don't even know if it actually has Paris Hilton. I don't know why I went there. Um, maybe, yeah. Yeah, she's definitely in it, though. She is. She's yeah. in the, um, yes. She plays Paige. Oh, Chad oh. Michael Murray is in it, too. Oh, that's so 2005. And um, Jared... Padalecki, the guy from oh, Paladecki. Paladecki, there you go. I can never say his name. Padadecki, I don't know. But so he's from Gilmore, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Two Gilmore and, Girls and yep. Alicia Cuthbert. Oh, she's uh, from... She's well, from, I know her from The Girl Next Door, the movie. I know her from Happy <laughs> Endings. Okay, yep. Um, which was a good show. So but, that's why I won't... Okay, yes, the, this, the plot is... A group of unwitting teens are stranded near a strange wax museum and soon must fight to survive and keep from begin 
coming the next exhibit. I'd rather die than go in a wax museum. I've been in one and it was not fun. It's Ugh. really creepy and boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, so so that that was a weird world connection, but I'm glad we I'm glad we went there. I'm impressed with your ability to recall a Par- the Paris Hilton filmography. Yeah, um, I. I actually like Paris Hilton's music. The Stars Are Blind. <laughs> yeah, The Stars Are Blind is great. It's, great. I, it's actually I'm a actually, really good song. Yeah, I'm quite impressed with her, so. Yeah. Um, so I've wound up on her Wikipedia page a couple times. I mean, she's engaged to be married, I believe, so. Yeah, some, with the, uh, some dude who's an act. I don't know. We won't. Yeah, we won't so. I, this is not a I, Paris Hilton <laughs> no. episode. But uh, she's, she's American royalty-ish, so mm-hmm. there you go. All right. Onto things that aren't speculation or creepy. Yeah, so we um, have another announced uh, engagement for Meghan. And this time she will be with Her Majesty herself, Queen Elizabeth. Um, She'll be joining her for a series of events on June 14th in Cheshire. And I am excited to know that she will get to travel via the Queen's train. And I have never, I didn't know this, but what's your note here? Oh, so uh, I kept seeing, so since she's going to be traveling on this really fancy train that obviously the Queen owns, uh, there was a bunch of articles that were talking about how Kate has never been given the train and how Meghan's obviously now the number one favorite, like, in-law because she's getting to go on the train while Kate has never been invited on the train. And I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I was was like, like, I mean, it's a train. Right, it's a train. Like I'm sure it's really cool, but it's also a train, mm-hmm. and it's and in the crown. Right, I and mean, I'm you sure see you're in it, but yeah, and I, I'm sure if there was a need to take the train, they would probably take the train together. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I anyway, I mean, it'll be cool to see. Um, I like I like a good train. Sure. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, she, I would pretend it was the Hogwarts Express if it were me, but for sure, I, I I mean it has a beautiful dining rooms. There's there's spaces just for individual each of the individual royals get their own room. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's great, and the train was, uh, you know, commissioned by Queen Victoria, so it it's still it's still smoking after all these years. Yeah, I mean, and that obviously makes more sense for Queen Victoria to have traveled by train predominantly. But again, it's like it's in England, so. There's better train travel there than there is in the United States. Yeah. Um, but it'll be cool. Hopefully we'll get some photos of Megan. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to kind of see them. I don't think we've ever really seen them, like, interact one-on-one before. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'll be interesting to see them together. What if they and... bring her dog? I know! Yes! We never discussed that! Oh, yeah, we didn't. The fact that her dog, the queen, was the dog's chauffeur. Yay! I love it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can definitely see the queen being like, this is my new grandchild, this dog. I've adopted it and it shall come on the train with us. Yes. Oh, it'd be so cute. It would. I have a little conductor's hat. I know he went from being a stray, like, Aww. shelter dog to now he's hanging out with the queen of England. What? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, too. So once they get to Cheshire, though, the, um, they will open a theater and a science center. And I think this is, I agree with your note here, which is who better to learn about public, you know, engagements and visits from than the queen herself. So this will be a good opportunity for Megan to see the 
expert in action. Indeed. So, yeah. So that will be uh, June 14th. Mm-hmm. So by the time this episode has published. Yes. Indeed. All right. And then moving on to just a quick note for Prince William, since this is coming up in the next week or so, uh, he will be making a visit to Jordan, Israel, and the occupied Palestinian territories, uh, June 24th through 28th. And this will be the first official visit from a member of the royal family to this area. Yes, we talked, I think, briefly on our last episode about this. Um, It'll be something... I think that'll be really interesting to watch and um, we'll keep you posted once we know more about his agenda. And then we're kind of going to go out of order. We're going to close out on the trooping news, but let's talk about the, the day after where we got our annual polo sighting. Yay. Huzzah. We got it. Yes. Oh, this one was so great. (laughs) The only thing that could have made it better is like Harry and Meghan showing up for some adorable um, additional shenanigans. But, you know, I'm fine to just focus on the the family we saw at Mm. the actual event. So (laughs) um, let's see. So they were at the Beaufort Polo Club to watch Prince William complete or to complete compete in the Maserati Royal Charity Polo Trophy, which is a mouthful. Uh, But this is like Obviously, Prince William plays polo still, which is a thing, I guess, that, again, just like rich people do. And so about once a year or sometimes more, we will get to see um, him play polo. But also Kate and the children will join in or will come watch him at least. Um, And that's what we got to see that day. So it was just George and Charlotte. Uh, And and a few of their cousins. Right. From... Uh, the Phillips side, so Queen Anne's uh, son and his wife. I think just his wife was there, Autumn Phillips, with her daughters Isla and Savannah. So George and Charlotte had some some buddies for the day. Which is good. Um, I guess, but saying, like, Louis wasn't there, but that's... No. Because Louis was probably taking many naps. Indeed. He's a baby. He is a baby. A he newborn baby. He doesn't need to go to polo. There are horses there. Yeah. He'd probably think it was entertaining, but also he would probably be asleep. Right. So, why risk uh, the sunburn? Indeed. Too small to put on sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> Not till six months. Right. Uh, but this was great for watching because George and Charlotte were like on parade. They were the, they were enough. Kate, yes. Kate had enough going on to make sure <laughs> that her children, again, did not get trampled by a horse or I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But these photos included George with a gun. And not a real gun. A like water a play gun. gun. Yeah. And that was really great because he was just, like, waving it around. Mm-hmm. And he also had a slinky. He did. Like, one of the, like, I don't know about you, Jenna, but I had a rainbow slimpy, slinky just like Prince George had. I definitely did. Up. And sometimes, like, at the 4th of July parades, they would, there was um the, like, they would throw, there was this one company that would throw out little miniature slinkies that were in like hearts and stars (gasps) yes and those were the best but they always broke right away because they were plastic but i did have a big rainbow slinky like this and it was amazing until i probably got it all tangled up and then it lost its utility but oh well it's an amazing toy yes and charlotte was doing somersaults and just generally being a delight 
with with her shades on, of course. Mm-hmm. And she was, yeah, she was cute. And I love um, in looking at the photos of it, there's the part where Kate has to get up and, or she's like gets up and she's clearly like running towards a child. And you're like, which one is it? Yep. And it's like, it's George. George is trying to run onto the polo field. And Kate's yeah. like, nope, 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 nope. Get back Don't here. Don't do it. Excuse you. <laughs> um, but Kate was wearing a another kind of like, just like stars, they're just like us outfit. Something that Indeed. the more average uh, shopper can afford. A Zara striped off the shoulder dress. And then Russell and Bromley coconut wedges. Yeah. Which... She looked fantastic. She um, did. She looked so comfortable. Uh, she made it look so comfortable that I actually did buy this dress. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm so, so happy. Uh, yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. I have it on hold at the store. Uh, but this is my first time buying the exact same thing that she owns. It's super so, cute. So I'm very excited to and see if I can pull it off. Oh, you, I'm sure you can. But we'll see. I, I sometimes I try it on and yeah, I mean, if I don't look exactly like her, it's going in the trash. So no. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. so we'll see. And I'll, try, I'll, I'll have to find like date. a replica, uh, a replicate for your daughter. To, so she, <laughs> a little she mini can, one. Yeah. Someone should do that. I would buy those. You should do that. Yeah. Make those. Yay. Yeah. So um, that was fun to see because I mean, I think it's just nice to go out and not I mean, obviously, she knows she's being photographed, but to know that she doesn't really care. Yeah, it's much less stuffy than her usual thing. And I mean, that's saying something. It's a polo match. Again, that's like real 1% of the 1%, you know, Mm -hmm. hanging out there. So it's not like, you know, a soccer game like most parents would be at. But it is nice to see her like kind of be able to let her hair down, so to speak. Right. Oh, I hope one day we do get sightings of her visiting them while visiting the kids while they play sports like i want to oh, see yeah. i want to see both like kate and will on the sidelines like yelling and screaming at like a ref or something oh just my being God. like full-on soccer parents yeah no i can imagine though kate <laughs> i can imagine being like you know how she gets really like the the most we see her like really get like amped up in at like public events has always been at sporting events because mm-hmm. i can tell she like she has that the passion for sports and stuff. So I can see her being like, nope, nope, Middleton, reel it in. Yep. Reel it in. You cannot <laughs> yell. But like, just being like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, when Charlotte's doing somersaults in the field instead of running after the ball. I can see that. So who knows? But someday. But so yeah, that was super fun to see the day after trooping. But speaking of trooping, should we yeah. Should we move on to that? I think so. Event? Yeah. So, I mean, this event is more about more of what the royals watched than what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yes, the Trooping the Color is an annual event that celebrates the Queen's birthday. Uh, it never happens on her birthday because she was born in April, but uh, it's been something they've done um, since about, I don't know, the 17th century, I believe, is what I, I read earlier today. I think it's, uh, I'm really bad at centuries. Yeah, the 1800s, that's the 17th. No, wait. I'm bad at this. It's the 19th century. Since 1748, they oh, okay, have marked cool. the official birthday so birthday the- of this British sovereign. Yeah, we talk about this in our other episode. I know that it was because um, I can't remember who the monarch was at the time. If it's so, if it's 1749, is that what you said? I think that's William the Fourth. It was Edward the Seventh. 
who moved the trooping to its June date. Okay. Yeah. So let yeah. yeah, okay. So I think I remember this. So Edward the Seventh, so Queen Victoria's son, um, mm-hmm. I think his birthday was in like November or something. And he was like, screw that. The weather's never going to be good. Let's have it in June. Yeah. And so, because like in England, obviously it's rainy and in November it's cold. So it can still be rainy in June, but there's a much greater chance that it won't be freezing during mm-hmm. it when you, when you put it in that time of the year. So it's just always been like the ceremonial birthday, monarch's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great day for um, the l- urban flora and fauna as well (laughs) my favorite is one of my favorite things are like in london there are urban foxes all over the place so because of a combination of factors and my husband's actually read an entire book about like london's urban foxes because i bought it for him because i was like this is exactly up his alley that's why i included this because i was like jenna will care about this i know they're so cute they're like dogs um but so london you know has a massive fox population because they've kind of figured out how to live alongside humans and also people feed them because they're adorable and so they'll like give them hot dogs and stuff and then there's this one instagram account called gaspard the fox and it's this uh fox that made friends with a photographer who lives in london and he fed her and then she had like baby foxes it's just a lot you should go look at it if you're interested but um foxes showed up to trooping or a fox showed up to trooping and was like hey what's up I'm a fox. I'm cute. Yep. And so. the crowds were all gathered to watch. And it, uh, it was it was crazy to see because usually, I mean, though they're out and about in London, usually it's at night or at least at dusk that you see them. Um, mm-hmm. Is less frequent to see them just walking around in broad daylight. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yes. So this obviously included uh, military drills uh, from regiments of the British and Commonwealth armies. And lots of practicing goes into it. And it obviously, there is a many, several, a lot of members of the royal family will also go by carriage through the streets before ending up at Buckingham Palace. Yes, and when they get to Buckingham Palace, that's when we get our guaranteed annual uh, balcony assembly mm-hmm. and where we often, you know, get to see them interact with each other as they watch the flyover. So they have some... Um, aircraft fly over and have the like contrails of uh blue white and red in honor mm-hmm. of the union jack and it's always fun to watch the the young kids enjoy that Indeed. and harry harry also thinks it's great yeah he has childlike wonder in his eyes mm-hmm. <sighs> so let's talk about what people wore yeah okay so uh completely surprising kate wore mcqueen to this event oh my god i'm so surprised i know i I would have never guessed i really thought she might wear i don't know something from forever 21 i mean she shops at zara but like no (laughs) i yeah very clearly she's gonna go with her old standby tried and true um mcqueen right and so yes so she wore a mcqueen and she wore an icy blue kind of colored uh frock uh with structured shoulders so that was kind of the the most surprising element of this uh particular coat dress mm-hmm. and uh we didn't see her shoes but i'm sure that they were probably nude probably it seems like a, a good one to pull those out for and then uh she also wore a new hat or uh, a new hat maker uh she has tapped a juliet uh butterill and I think so. uh, yeah, I think that's yeah 
I like that last name. Uh, and she has made hats for her own, for Kate's mom, Carol Middleton. Carol wore a kind of a saucer-esque type kind of topper to Peppa's wedding made by uh, Botterill. And then Princess Eugenie is also someone, but it's many different other royals from the UK and around. A lot of the Swedish royals also have worn uh, her. And I think just kind of even with Jane Taylor, who recently retired uh, and had made some hats for Kate, um, I think Kate might have been looking for someone new to kind of test out. So Yeah, someone to step up and, and help balance out her closet. Right. Yeah. So I think, what were your thoughts uh, overall? I liked the dress. I did too. Uh, yeah, I thought it looked really great on her. I think she, I think it was a good style. They know her so well. I, I Oh, yeah. I, I can't really think of a McQueen that I particularly hate. It's not my favorite, um, but I really liked this one. Uh, the hat was not my favorite. Um, I think it's because I was, I kind of, we've seen that look from her a few times and just because she wore something kind of similar for the royal wedding yeah. uh, and so i was kind of hoping for something different i wasn't looking for another beret i know she's never gonna not wear berets i know she will continue to wear those uh but i don't i don't i think it was just the pieces underneath yeah i i also thought like it reminded me of the hat she wore to harry and megan's wedding because it was that like you know uh the beret and then underneath there's like a floral fabric focus piece but Mm -hmm. i do i agree i like the other ones she's worn in that style better i did love the color and i loved the materials that were used but i think it might have just been too tall yeah like it might have just been too high and i just don't know and maybe she was like well i'm gonna be riding in the carriage with camilla so i better wear something that'll balance out like (laughs) she'll wear the horizontal hat i'll wear the vertical hat or something um Mm -hmm. Again, she didn't look bad by any means. It just wasn't my favorite she's ever worn, especially right. the trooping. But that's exactly. a high bar. I Indeed. loved her outfit last year, which was the pink with yes. the red and pink hat. Like, that was great. Loved it. J'adore. So it was um, kind of hard to follow up. And once again, can we just talk about how amazing she looks? The woman just had a baby. And wow. Like, she's, yeah. I can't, I can't. She looks so awake. Indeed. That's mostly, it's just like, wow, you're fun. Good job. You're functioning. You're so great. You got it. It's a benefit of having a nanny. I know, but still, but still, again, she clearly, with her other two kids, I I still think they probably keep her going quite often. Oh, for sure. For Um, sure. All right. And then we can talk about Megan then. Yeah. Um, This was a, uh, what she was wearing for her frock was an off the shoulder blush Carolina Herrera. Um, and it was a, there was a, like a large, it was almost like double breasted. Like there were large button details, um, down the one side. And again, when I say off the shoulder, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the flamenco dress that Kate wore, but it was very like a wide neck, almost like a little bit like her wedding dress neckline, but a little bit further down the shoulder. And that caused some controversy or there's some people who were like that's not allowed but clearly it is be quiet of course she picked something that is in line with what she's allowed to quote unquote wear right um and also it's carolina herrera so if you're trying to tell me that that is something that like is inappropriate like no stop carolina (laughs) herrera um Who's like, again, if you had all the money in the world and we're like, I need to look really proper and elegant and, you know, just great. Uh, that's I would send you to to that. 
if you were looking for an American designer, especially, and you didn't mm-hmm. want to do McQueen because your sister-in-law was going to be wearing McQueen and she already has dibs. Right. Um, <laughs> so for her hat, she was wearing um, a Philip Treacy. And I don't know, is it, has it been confirmed or not, whether or not this was a rewear from the garden party? I haven't seen it, but I think it would be weird to own two hats that look so similar. I might, it might be I mean, a li- obviously you have this uh, you have the money to own both but why yeah I don't know um but it's very similar if it's not identical it's very similar to the yes. hat she wore to the garden party um and it was um again kind of a little bit more saucer-esque but it's not huge it's um really great she also was wearing her hair down with curls in it and I yes haven't seen that hairstyle in her in a while at least and I think she looked really Radiant. Again, she, she and Harry both looked like they had just had gotten back from an amazing vacation. And so um, she just looked beautiful and yes. happy and relaxed. And Harry was in uniform, so she was probably like, hey. She's like, I love trooping. Mm-hmm. Give me trooping. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it was her second time in a carriage in, you know, a short amount of time. But she right. pulled it off like a champ. Indeed. So a successful first trooping for her. But let's talk about the kids. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were great. I I mean, they really make, like, the ba- the balcony is cool, like, to see everyone all at once and kind of see, like, oh, my gosh, there is just such this large group that makes up this family. And they've grown so much over the years. Mm-hmm. But it's really the kids because they, they can't just sit there. They, they really do need to be doing something while they wait for the the Royal Air Force to do their thing yeah and also again like we i joked about it that like harry also loves the flyover i mean flyovers are cool especially when there's like the color like like the blue red white and blue thing going on that's neat to watch but like as an adult i can usually yeah not fidget too much or i like i'll be like oh it's at it's flying over at noon okay what time is it Eleven fifty-seven. okay but you can tell like the kids are like what time is it when is it happening and they're just really excited to see the planes, you know, far away in the distance and shoot overhead. Mm-hmm. And they're also interacting with each other. Some of the best, <sighs> I mean, the best picture of the day, I think most people think, is um, George's cousin Savannah, uh, as you put it, having no time for his nonsense. Yes. Clapping her hand over his mouth and giving a look to the camera like, can you believe what I have to put up with? Right. Yeah. Savannah is so Savannah is the eldest great grandchild of her majesty. Mm-hmm. And she is definitely in charge. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah, and, I mean, I can't couldn't put it better myself. Yeah. And so she was obviously really taken aback that George was I think it looked like he was like singing the national anthem or something or something. Yeah. And she just kind of was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed right. to. We're not supposed to do that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, another thing that happened was that Charlotte, which at first when I saw the pictures, I was like, "Oh my god, she's so tall!" But really, it came out she was standing on a little like stool or or chair or something, so she could see over the balcony. And unfortunately uh, for her, she lost her balance. And fortunately for her, her mom has mom reflexes and was able to grab her and be like, "Get yes. like, uh, please don't fall off this balcony. Thank you. And yeah, it was, again, like another um, interesting glimpse into 
the family life of the Cambridges. Yes. And how the personality of the kids. Yeah, because it was funny. I watched a video of them, like, all coming in. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of see the kids kind of just, like, race up there. Yep. They're thrilled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Isla, who is Savannah's younger sister, was just happy to be there. She was great. Yeah. She, she just was chill. kind of smiling. Yeah. They're all adorable. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. <sighs> and then I loved or and slash hated that the internet kept making these stupid clickbait articles about this is why Prince Louis wasn't at the trooping. It's like, because he's a baby. He's yeah. a newborn baby. He's not, like, you're not going to, like, bring him out. And there's loud, people are screaming. There's a crowd. It's loud there. And there's a, yeah, there's jet, fighter jets over you. It's loud. Yeah. It's, he's small enough. Like, he has no idea what's happening. Right. He might be napping. It's. I'd say there's a good chance he's napping. Or he definitely is supposed to be napping. When it's happening, and I'm sure that, like, it's just not, I don't think that they're going to bring him out to a, a public event until he's l- at least a little bit older. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to, soon they'll announce the christening mm-hmm. for him. So, I mean, we'll see him then. Right, exactly. In some capacity. So, it's going to be okay, everyone, if you were really concerned that he was not there. <laughs> Lupo was babysitting. It was fine. Oh, Lupo. I want Lupo to be on the the balcony. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just to kind of finish off for the trooping, uh, one of our listeners, Libby, sent us kind of a her own thought was if she thought it was a coincidence that uh, Her Majesty, Camilla, Kate, and Charlotte were all in blue. Because there's a lot of concentration of blue in kind of that main center area. But everyone else, there was only other one woman wearing blue. Everyone else did not. And... I don't I know. Think you could be, I think you could be onto something, Libby. I think so. So I think last year, as I mentioned, Kate was wearing pink. I think the queen was wearing white and Camilla was wearing blue or flip-flop those last two. And I noticed, like, obviously those are the three kind of variations on the three colors found in the Union Jack. Mm-hmm. And so I think usually what happens is that um, people are, it's, it's suggested that they wear, the women wear uh, who aren't in military uniform like Anne, who doesn't have to worry about any of this stuff. Um, I think that it's said, like, you know, go for a dress of one of those colors. Now, that's not always what happens, because I think it was Eugenie who was wearing a green dress mm-hmm. um, this year. But I think for the most part, like, Megan was wearing kind of like a dress, I would say is almost between, like, a, a pink and a cream. It was could read as either one, but I mean, obviously a little bit more pinkish. And so she could kind of fit into that color scheme as well. But I do think that it, um, it makes sense for the women who are the like in line for who are married to the, the highest ranking. Yes. The highest ranking women to um, kind of coordinate how they're dressed. And I think this year it was, we all are wearing blue. Yes. And so, I feel like Charlotte generally matches Kate. She usually does. Or she I, will I, wear something. I like their mommy and me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I hope it continues. I hope we get to identical outfit status. Oh, it'd be so cute. Probably not, but it why not? It looks very similar. Really? Because little girls like that, right? They're like, I yeah. want to dress like mom. I mean, if right. mom dresses like, you know, a princess. Right. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so. Well, we'll see. But yeah, I think that that's a definite trend. Blue for spring. Yeah. So royals. good eye, Libby. Maybe they're all just celebrating Prince Louis in their own way. Indeed. I, I could see that. 
So yeah, I think that's everything we had to discuss on this episode. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I think it's always a fun yeah just to see everybody, and it's a nice um kind of thing to watch before. I mean, the summer holiday is coming up, and that's when things kind of die down, Royals news wise, because the Queen is not doing any official engagements, and um kind of the rest of the family seems to take some time off as well. But mm-hmm. at least we know we have, um, you know, some upcoming events to look forward to still here in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we will be back on our next episode to discuss, yes, Megan's kind of first solo outing. I guess she's, I know she's with the Queen, but her outing so far have been with Harry. And hopefully we'll have a date for the Christine as well. Yeah, that would be good to know. So we can know when we get to see the newest Cheeks baby. Um, But in the meantime, if you have any ideas for what you'd like us to discuss or any feedback for us, you can get in touch with us at americrowndreams at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram and on Facebook at americrowndreams, and we are on Twitter at americrowndream. You can also please rate, review, subscribe, etc. Apple Podcasts. Um, We greatly appreciate hearing from you. We do. Um, And... Again, it's been it's been a great it's been a great summer in Royals news so far. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm enjoying it. So and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>